but if we go with daily basis we are getting around 2018 to 20 we target we target for around 25 all, mm-hmm. always 25 orders are decent orders we divided by 12 men 12 women mm-hmm. or 10 men yeah. 12 women we divided as deep as possible hey this is shuvo and i welcome you to e-commerce growth podcast here i talk about how you can turn your e-commerce store visitors into repeat customers Every week, I bring a successful e-commerce store owner or a thought leader, know the untold game plan behind their success, and share them with you. In our today's episode, we have Khan Jamshed, the owner of KJ Clothing. After completing his graduation, Jamshed started working in a path of entrepreneurship. He launched KJ Clothing, through which he made footwear and other accessories accessible to all sorts of customers. Creating products by keeping the needs of the young generation in mind, Jamshed soon make it possible to triple the sales as well. Today we'll learn from Jamshed what helped him scale his company from zero to this stage. So tell us about your journey. How did you start uh, your company KJ Clothing, right? Yes, KJ Clothing. So that goes with the name wearkj.com like over the world, over the social medias. So I started back in 2018. Uh, we started with the uh, men's lineup we started with uh, initially we had two or uh, two to three collections of men's sandals and loafers uh, we had a little little idea that we we, we wanted to explore more into the men's footwear lineup but initially in the next in the like in the first four months of our journey we were we dived we saw a little bit of gap like, like we just not wanted to work with men's lineup since uh, like we've been targeting uh, both our audience men and women we have friends all over like men women and everything we wanted to bring something uh for the women as well but women and men's footwear lineup they are totally different like men go for shoes and loafers like for 365 days a men can go with loafers they can go to office they can go to wedding walima gahalus and everything but with the women's sandals is a bit different they go with heels for a certain type of occasion for flats like they just go into the rooftop they don't need to wear a flats they don't need to wear something But like bulky or anything or they just go into their north south or ib classes i was i was an i i'm an ib student so i used to go to university i have to i used to see friends or my senior junior like the footwear collection they were wearing they were nice and everything they were okay but it was not simple it was like this is too heavy this my feet hurts or something like that this is not stylish like there uh, there was a gap like in how do i explain if we are talking about the gap uh for when it comes to footwear we go with we don't necessarily give much attention like footwear are generally a bit expensive in bangladesh like uh, it's expensive in a sense that uh, you don't get um, get good products and everything but it comes with a good price like i don't want to name any other brands but it's for for example 2000 taka for example 2000 taka but a sandal a flat sandals with, with because we don't obviously wear the product we sometimes wear the brand as well it should be conscious brand it should be a eco friendly brand a brand which is which which goes with my attitude which goes with my style as well i can't wear i can't be wearing something very posh i don't i'm not a, that kind of guy i would expect my customers to wear something simple as well that speaks for their attitude and everything so my customers my my the people who were wearing cages they were mostly my friends my university friends and then from there the story started i i i did few of a uh, fair at my university as well so people who were wearing cages they were mostly like they just they were just students like me or they just started with their first job or second job mm-hmm. generally like uh, the audience grew into something like uh, apus and aunties they were wearing to 
small dawats or something like small kishi events thake you know you know what i'm getting going to so from there this journey started i i dived into more into like i'm getting more orders from the women side though i have less inventory do have less collection and then i shifted my whole uh, dynamics of the business and focus on the women's lineup mm-hmm. now i get 65 to 70% orders from the women's lineup only mm-hmm. so uh, so initially when a person start or when an organization goes with their business model that they're going to start with these kind of product it's not generally that they have to stick to that yeah definitely you have to change like in two months you have to know what like what's working for me what's not working for me yeah so go like uh, getting the data like from the beginning we had a good data format in a sense that we knew how to track the orders we were just not taking the orders in pen and paper we had a specific uh data format a data sheet format where we could track orders how many number of products we are getting we could get an insight like uh so we whatever we were learning it uh, i just tried to i was also enjoying i was not a geek into like uh, money i was not running into money or anything i was just more enjoying the creating a brand all right so so i was more into enjoying that so while that i have i've worked with a lot of small businesses like i have friends who started the same e-commerce like i was uh how do you tell i I have friends who were who started a small e-commerce business. I was delighted with that. I was like, "Oh, that's 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 nice. Let's dive more into that." As I'm four years down that way, I can see that um, it it does shape up in a very good way. Like you can go with uh, the Google Ads, Instagram Ads. You if you have the will, like you will know how to target. If you know the drive, like this is the gap that is happening in between these brands. Our people are not conscious with this. specific kind of like for when it comes to food trade it's a bit difficult market it's just not like clothing i'm not saying clothing is easy but you know food trade it's a, it's a bit competitive like there are brands big brands who are there with a lot of big capital invent inventory and everything so it's difficult to cope up with because the audience is same yeah. the big brands the big tigers the big sharks whatever i'd call them they are targeting the same audience people in bangladesh as well so but but there was obviously a gap in marketing there was gap in people who were they were targeting the brand should speak the product should not speak the brand should be more in the highlight section like yeah. people should know the brand yeah. so uh, basically uh, what you did was you saw a gap in the uh, segment where people were looking for comfortable shoes for daily wears but when it comes to comfortable shoes uh, they were not cheap they were very they were, pricey plus they were not good designs they were not looking yeah. very good plus handmade products footwear made in bangladesh was not that much of a thing back in 2018 it's 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 like you can see there are a lot of 10 20 100 pages right now startups there who are going for footwear obviously but uh back in 2018 or 19 when you go with starting with a footwear brand there a lot of the uh, background things needs to be done before you go into footer because the inventories are not the mm-hmm. same as a clothing business so inventory the inventory the sizing of the office the sizing of the factory raw material sourcing these are like in bangladesh it's easy for, because we come from a garments factory country a country which exports in chitagong so why do we why do i i pretty much always compare things like when it comes to resources from chitagong because i'm maintaining everything from chitagong and dhaka So whenever it comes to footwear there is a gap because it's just few brands. Mm-hmm. I uh, there are only four brands, five brands, the best footwear companies. 
So it's difficult. And and the other six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you don't know their brands. You don't want to know okay. their because they are they are irrelevant. But when it comes to other brands, you might want to check out the other six, seven, eight, ninth brand because you might get something good from those brands if it comes to clothing. But when it comes to food, it's difficult because you have to be in the top four, top mm-hmm. three because people just want to buy the best one. Okay. Because food has to be long term, long lasting. Got it. So how are your company growing now? How many sales are you getting on a daily basis or maybe a monthly basis? On a monthly and daily basis, for example, if you go with daily basis, we are getting around 20, 18 to 20. We target we target for around 25 mm-hmm. always. 25 orders are decent orders. We divide it by 12 men, 12 women mm-hmm. or 10 men, yeah. 12 women. We divide it as deep as possible, as, as simple as possible because meeting targets is not the only thing. We need our fellow customers, we need our audience to buy a specific brand and wait for a good, decent couple of amount of months. We don't want it to be uh, damaged in a few months. We yeah. also have a lot of flexible uh, exchange policy, return policy and everything. If you don't like the product, just send us back. Just message us. No need to worry about that. So the policies, uh, the, uh, the, uh, order poli- the number of orders, it very much depends on the policies. Yeah. Like, for example, from today, if we decide we are not going to provide free exchange, Mm-hmm. I think our orders are gonna fall because makes sense. because anytime customers ask us, a customers gonna place an order through our website. We still call them up to reconfirm it, and they, mm-hmm. the first thing they ask is, "Do you have size exchange policy?" Mm-hmm. We are very much proud of it. Like, yes, if you like the product, take the product only. Then mm-hmm. you don't have to pay anything extra. Just return it back. If we don't have those policy, I think the orders are gonna drop. So number of orders, like what we have seen is that as we are changing. Uh, the policies as we are changing the rules and regulations uh, because there are a lot of uh, we don't want because uh, in this market there are a lot of hoaxes so people are a little less confident with online e-commerce businesses mm-hmm. we i don't have to tell you that exactly obviously because they're like what if so we don't take advances or only on this so the poll uh, what i'm telling is that the, i don't want to ever talk about my policies but the policies shape up a lot of how number of orders you're getting Okay. Exactly. So we might get a little less orders today, but when we go one week from now, we look at the data, like what have we been doing wrong or the sales channel, we haven't been retargeting, something like that. Got it. So basically you are trying to establish user-friendly policies so that they can trust you and they can just buy without any second thought. Exactly, exactly. Makes sense. So what are the sales channels you are using? So I, I can understand you have recently opened up a website as well for the people, but uh, and, and normally you are selling through Facebook and Instagram. So can you tell us a little bit more about the ratios of each channels? Yes, definitely. I have, uh, for the last two years, I've, I went with Facebook and Instagram. It was great. Facebook and Instagram is still the great, but when it comes to a brand, when it comes to setting up a brand, we can't rely on Facebook and Instagram because that's not your place. We are the product of the, of the Facebook and Instagram. So we all need a portfolio of, of, for a brand to sustain. Everybody needs a domain. Everybody needs a place in the internet where they can just... Mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram can, can go down today or yeah. tomorrow, definitely. So face, uh, today you might not get a lot of orders from websites. Mm-hmm. Generally, in the beginning, we used to get... In, um, in a month, we used to get 10 orders from website. Mm-hmm. So that's in three days, one order. Mm-hmm. It has changed a lot because... Uh, when people when when you have a specific kind of audience you can retarget them the c- customers becomes your uh, friends they become they trust your brand so they come again so there are customers who have ordered through Facebook but later on the returning customers they just go directly from our website and order it they don't have to speak to our team people likes 
place uh, to, to to speak to someone before placing an order mm-hmm. they have a little bit trust on that but nonetheless everything is on the website the policies and everything the the ratio 30% roughly 30% is coming from our website right now mm-hmm. and other 70% i would divide it on facebook and instagram got it so what are the marketing tactics you are using what what worked best for you what worked best for me is my friends and other influencers who were already in the instagram community or facebook community they tried my products they were rooting for my products that's the first thing i was not only just it was not the product i never wanted to sell the product by the sandals and everything i wanted people to know the brand because in the longer run i am more of a brand oriented person yeah. people should know the brand the product is the outcome of yeah. that so people were buying the product they were supporting the kj the name itself then i have been featured in one two uh, auto, uh, articles and everything so from there the journey started but people were going for like they were opting for it uh can you like uh, where were we again a uh, marketing tactics marketing tactics so yes pr pr con pr marketing facebook marketing and then obviously a fellow family and friends should root for it word of mouth word of mouth because people need trust people you need people to show the reviews yep. people your first hand people should try it first when it comes to startups so i think that helps you a lot marketing marketing facebook ads and marketing that's on the marketing but yes the pr okay. pr and the the Word bloggers bloggers and the yeah. instagram so you have tried almost uh, influencer marketing yes. friends and family prs yes. facebook marketing paid promotions retargeting okay. everything So if you had to try just one maybe you are limited to just try one what would you do Okay just one marketing yeah that will be I will go for retargeting okay that's very much tempting that's a very good tech, like very good statistic very good not statistics very good insights to target like you have uh, if you're doing this business for 2 and 3 years mm-hmm. you have a set of audience yeah your pixel has generated if you if you have a little bit idea of what facebook ads uh you will get a, you have a small amount of audience you can create look alike and then you can retarget just if it is one only it's just retargeting that is the best option you can't do anything else i guess i i, I don't think so because if you reach with the foreign influencer you're reach you're reaching the influencer's audience not yep. audience related to your business so if it is one then re- retargeting facebook ads got it and what are you would say what are the challenges that you are currently facing currently i'm facing for it comes to reach mm-hmm. and traffic in my website we are i'm creating what i've seen is i've been creating good contents mm-hmm. so what what previously what happened is that i used to create normal contents like as i'm growing i can see that like the past four months like it's so a four months before i created a content which was not supposed to reach so much of insights so much of reach because the because the content was not professional something like because i've been always, i'm i'm always learning i don't have since it's my page i just don't upload something which is the best a good designer has created it if i if i create something if a customer has just messaged me a picture of them yeah. like here's i've been wearing kjs i do feature them because i like to promote the rawness not always blogger has to wear my product or big model has to wear my product a normal person does wear my product they share the picture so i've been seeing is that a good content is not the only thing i have been creating good contents but they are not reaching the target audience which i have been trying to so in when it comes to that i had to go with facebook ads 
because the way these these uh, Facebook Instagram algorithms are built uh, for creators for business pages they they opt for like people need to spend money for people to show for them to show the ads I understand I have 20k followers mm-hmm. but 20k is not it 20,000 people are not the post is not reaching 20,000 yeah, of my exactly. followers the post has to be viral enough for 20,000 organic reach so what I am facing problems is like we have to go with Facebook ads lot and lot of Facebook ads that's pretty that's acceptable as well I understand how it was because every minute the creators are just uploading datas batches of contents so showing up showing a specific group of people the ads run again and again I think that's a bit difficult part because you sometimes want organic orders too but when it comes to a big uh, when come when I come to a larger audience scale I can't just rely on my organic audiences because I know I have audiences I know I have followers but the contents are not reaching out to them obviously for obvious yep. reasons the Facebook and Instagram algorithms so retargeting going with the Facebook ads Facebook ads can be a little hectic for people the people who are just who have just started because that requires a lot of uh, you need to study on your own or there are always third party agencies ads agencies marketing media who can you can just give your page to as an admin they're going to do this but when you're trying to build something on your own that gets the difficult because you have to work you have to go to the data the for the last month what have i done wrong i have spent the ad budget which my company allocated but i haven't got enough sales order okay. or the target audience or my pixel didn't fire up or i didn't get a huge number of uh, facebook likes or followers what happened because we all this is going to be here we are here to we are here in the e-commerce platform we always have to go with what okay fine i've done this wrong the collection didn't go well mm-hmm. but i have to move strike again harder yeah i can't just sit back i have like marketed good campaigns low for sandals heels but they didn't reach my audience the products were not the problem my strategies were the problem so a lot of time it comes that the we as a startup there are a lot of brands or a lot of founders who thinks that the product is wrong there comes a time when you have to get back and look at the data what is actually the point your product has not been marketed to enough people for you to tell that it is wrong exactly or the product is not right so you're basically learning from all the experiences all the experience and we, I'm, i'm i'm rooting for for if you like want to back out for the like entrepreneur journey is more about failures than success because most of the time we we meet failures but those are not failures those are just obstacles obviously yep. but we have to look in the from the data set of mind the insights is that have i if like have i got enough data if yep. you have enough customer data you might be not winning you might be not making profit from one collection but if you have set of 20 customers 20 good customers you will get another few you will you will have more audiences in the later run it's all about running more good campaigns in the future run got it got it Well, well, thank you, Jamshed, for for this wonderful session. We have uh, learned a lot about your business and a lot of tactics as well. And we wish you all the best for your future endeavor. Thank you so much, my Alice, for conducting this whole beautiful session. That will be all for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. I'll drop a brand new episode each week. Also, join our Facebook group and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. I'll put the links in the description box. See you in the next episode of e-commerce growth. Thank you.